Hello, this is Ahuka, and welcome to Hacker Public Radio and another exciting episode in our ongoing series of LibreOffice. And we are now moving into, and have for the last couple of episodes, LibreOffice Calc, the spreadsheet program. So, we're going to continue with this. Uh, we have looked in general at what spreadsheets are, a little bit of their history, We've looked at the concept of a cell and taken a look at cell addresses and how all of that works. Uh, now, the idea of a spreadsheet is it is a program for doing calculations. So I think this is a good time for us to take a look at how we do calculations. Now, in general, a cell of a spreadsheet can contain any one of three things. The first is a number. Two, 73, 157. These are all numbers. Or it could contain text. Dog, cat, milk. All of those things are text. Or it could contain a formula. And that's really what we want to look at now. All calculations are done using formulas. And a formula occurs whenever a cell has contents that begin with an equals sign. And that's the signal to calc that it needs to perform a calculation. So, for instance, if you went to a cell and you typed A3 plus B3, calc would examine this. They would see the letters and the plus sign and decide that the contents of the cell were a text string. After all, it cannot be a pure number with those other things in there. So what else could it be? But if you place an equal sign in front so that the contents now reads equals A3 plus B3, then Calc knows this is a formula and will perform the calculation. It'll take a look at whatever the contents of A3 are, add them to the contents of B3, and store the result in the cell where this formula is. Um, now, one of the best ways to interact with a cell that contains a formula is to use the formula bar, which normally appears just above the cells of the spreadsheet proper. Uh, and so that is a bar that starts off with uh, um, what is called a uh, name box. And that would have a cell address in it, typically. And that cell address would be the cell that you are in at the moment. So you can always tell which cell you're editing. Uh, but it can also be used to move to a different cell. Type in a cell address press the enter key, and you will jump to that cell. So that's, that's useful. That's worth knowing. Next to the name box, there is an icon that looks like a script or italic letter F and a magic wand. Uh, this is the function wizard. Since functions will be worth many tutorials in themselves, we won't spend any time on this right now. Other than to note, this is where you access all of the built-in mathematical functions that Calc offers. By the way, that uh, script or italic F is the mathematical symbol for function, hence the icon. The next icon is a Greek uppercase sigma. 
which is the mathematical symbol for a sum. One of the things you do often in a spreadsheet is add up a bunch of numbers. If you had a column of numbers, for instance, column B, that were in cells B2 through B13 inclusive, you could then go to cell B14, or even lower to B15, click on the sum symbol, and Calc would guess that what you wanted to do was to add up those numbers and place the total in this particular cell. <coughs> now, you could do this in cell B14 because that's empty, right? Your numbers are in B2 through B13. Uh, I find it convenient very often just for the sake of appearance to make it easier for people to understand what's going on in a spreadsheet, to skip a line. Uh, I think that makes it somewhat easier to read. Um, and, and Calc takes this in stride. Now, when you do this, the formula bar will now show you what is in this formula, and it will read something like this. Equals sum, all uppercase, parentheses, capital B, number 2, colon, capital B, the number 14. Why 14? Because I am in cell 15 when I clicked the, uh, the sum button, and so it's including B14 in the formula. Now, I don't really want to do that, so what I would probably do is just change that uh, and make it read sum B2 colon B13. Because um, who knows? Maybe at some point someone's going to type something into cell B14 and throw everything off on me. Um, now, what's the formula telling us? First, it begins with an equal sign, which is telling calc to perform a calculation. Second, it contains the formula name of sum. Now, that is the name of one of the built-in formulas or functions that Calc has. Now, I mentioned before that with the function wizard, we can access a huge number of functions, but this is one of the ones that is almost always used by people. It's the most common one, and so they pull it out and give it its own place on the formula bar. And that's a good thing. It's going to save you time in the long run. Now, all of the numbers, uh, all of the letters, I should say, that we see here are uppercase. It doesn't matter. You could type it in all lowercase, or you could have some lowercase with the B's uppercase. It doesn't matter. In fact, what will probably happen is uh, when you're not looking, Calc will decide to just change everything back to uppercase on you. Um, so don't worry about that. Now, next, we, we note that the expression B2 colon B13 is inside of parentheses. Uh, this is common for all functions, but it's important to understand how we use parentheses in formulas. This is important because the best way to build formulas is to use parentheses to set off parts of the formula. This helps to resolve ambiguity. For instance, what is the value of equals 2 plus 3 
times 4. Now, you could rely on understanding the rules for order of operations and decide that multiplication needs to be done first. In that case, you would first multiply 3 times 4, and that gives you an answer of 12, and then you can add that 2 plus 12, and that comes out to be 14. But suppose you actually wanted to do the addition first. So what you wanted to do was add 2 plus 3, giving you 5, and then multiply that by 4. Well, then the answer is 20. Now, you can rely on a good understanding of the order of operations, but the more complicated the formula gets, the harder that is to do, and you really are going to do a lot better if you just get used to using parentheses. For instance, if you wanted to add the 2 and the 3 first, the way to write the formula would be equal, open parent, 2 plus 3, close parent, multiplication sign, 4. And now there's no ambiguity at all. You want to do the calculation inside the parentheses first, then the remaining calculation when that is complete. For more complicated expressions, you can do what is called nesting of parentheses. This means that one calculation set off inside of parentheses is contained within another expression also inside of parentheses. And the rule is that the innermost set of parentheses always gets calculated first. Then calculations are done in order as you work outwards. For example, take the expression equals 2, open parentheses, 3, plus, open parentheses, 4 times 5, close parentheses, close parentheses. Well, this would be resolved by first looking at the innermost set of parentheses, which contains the expression 4 times 5, which would resolve to 20. Then the next set of parentheses working outward has us add 3 to the 20 that we got from that earlier calculation, giving us 23. Then the whole thing is multiplied by 2, giving a final result of 46. Or so you might think... We all expect that when a number appears in front of a parenthetical expression, that we will multiply it. But calc hates ambiguity. So if you actually entered the above formula, calc would throw an error and ask you if it could change the formula to what it considers a proper formula, which is equals to multiplication open parent 3 plus open parent 4 multiplication, 5, close parent, close parent. So, best practice in LibreOffice is to always use parentheses to make clear the order of operations, and always use mathematical operators, that's the general term for symbols we use, like plus, minus, the sigma, the square root sign, etc. And did you know that in addition to the uppercase sigma for sum, there's also an uppercase pi for product. And why those letters? They are the equivalent sounds for S and P in Greek. S for sum, P for product. Now, with nested parentheses, you do need to be careful that every parenthetical expression is properly closed. 
by which we mean that the open parentheses sign is matched by a closed parentheses sign. In the example I gave before, you notice that I had two open parens as I moved through the expression, and then at the very end I had two closed parens right after, one after the other. Um, you should get in the habit of always being very careful about closing your, your parentheses. Uh, calc will do its best to figure out what it thinks you meant. So, if you wrote equals 2, multiplication, open parent 3, plus, open parent 4, multiplication 5, close parent, and you end it right there, you have not closed the outside parentheses. However, calc will probably go ahead and compute that and give you the answer of 46. Uh, you could get a little more complicated. Uh, two, multiplication, open parent, open parent, three plus open parent, four, multiplication, five, close parent, plus two. I'm, I'm missing two close parents now. But if I enter that into calc, I will get the answer of 50, which means that calc is inferring that those two close parents should have come after that final two. Uh, and, and in fact, that's an unnecessary set of parentheses if you do it that way. Um, now, the fact that, that calc does that and it gives an answer of 50 may make you think you don't have to be that careful. Believe me, you do have to be careful because the more complicated your formulas get, the easier it is to just make a mistake and get something that doesn't mean anything at all like what you thought you were doing. Um, you know, keep in mind, like, the there's a, a story I remember about a, uh, you know, billion-dollar spacecraft that uh, crashed into Mars because of a really trivial little math error in the calculations. <coughs> you don't want to be the person who creates that math error. Now, the last icon on the formula bar is an equal sign, and clicking this will put an equal sign at the beginning of the formula area for whatever cell you are in. It also changes the icons on this bar, and in fact the sum icon does as well, because it inserts that formula. When you start working on a formula, uh, and that means you're now starting potentially to edit things, uh, the sum and equals buttons go away, and, are, and they are replaced with a red X and a green check mark. These keys are used to either discard your edits, which is what the red X does, or accept them, which is what the green check mark does. You need to get used to these two buttons, or you will be very frustrated trying to edit formulas. Uh, the red X does not, for instance, clear a cell unless that cell was already cleared before you started editing. What it really does is to revert the cell to whatever contents it had before you started editing. Editing a formula begins when you click on the formula area, and this is technically called the input line, and then you place your insertion mark there. If the cell you are editing already contains a formula, you can start to edit that formula. For instance, if you noticed a problem with your parentheses, you click on the input line and you make the changes. 
If the result was to your satisfaction, you could click the green check mark to accept the edit. But if it isn't working for you, just click the red X and you will revert to the previous contents of the cell. Of course, when you understand how to use spreadsheets to their full power, you will want to build formulas with cells, not plain numbers. And this is done by using cell addresses. The formulas work in pretty much the same way, but would look something like this. Equals A2, multiplication, open parent, B4, plus, open parent, D3, multiplication, E3, close parent, close parent. As before, you multiply whatever is in cell D3 to whatever is in cell E3, take the product, add it to whatever is in cell B4, then take that sum and multiply it by whatever is in cell 2, A2. Now, if A2 happened to have a 2 in it, and B4 happened to have a 3, and D3 happened to have a 4, and E3 happened to have a 5, it would be exactly the equivalent of our previous example, which was equals 2 multiplication open parent 3 plus open parent 4 multiplication 5 close parent close parent. But as we will see in a later tutorial, this method, using cell addresses, is much more powerful and opens up ways of modeling and doing what-if analysis that using simple numbers can never accomplish. So it pays to get used to using cell addresses to build your formulas. And, and Calc makes it easy. If you were to click on a cell, then place your insertion mark on the input line, you could type the whole formula and that would work. But there is an even easier way. When you're editing a formula, you can click on another cell, and what happens is instead of moving the focus to that cell, Calc will stay with your formula and simply insert that cell address into the formula. So I could build my formula this way. First, press the equal sign, then click on cell A2. Now at this point, my formula will read equals A2. Then type an asterisk for the multiplication, type an open parenthesis, then click on cell B4. Now it reads equals A2 multiplication open parent B4. I continue, type a plus sign, type another open parenthesis, click on cell D3, type another asterisk for multiplication, click on cell E3. Type a close parenthesis, type another close parenthesis, click the green check mark to accept my work. Note that when you do this, the cell you click on when you're doing this is highlighted in a color which helps you to see what it is you're doing. It, it really, it takes longer to describe this than it does to actually do it. When you get comfortable with building formulas, you may find it very natural and much faster. But you know, either way works, so figure out what works best for you. Now, this can be an area where that red X will come in handy. Sometimes you may be working on a formula and then click on a cell without realizing what you were doing, and suddenly you have an errant cell address appear in your formula. You know, maybe you had a sudden wish to say, wait a minute, what's in this cell over here? And you click on it to take a look, and 
instead of looking at what's in the cell, you're getting that cell address stuck in here. Uh, one way to get out of this at any point is click the red X to discard your changes and revert to the previous state. And if you click either the red X or the green check mark, that will always take you out of formula editing mode so that you can now click on other cells to inspect them without having them added to your formula. One last thing. If you look at the sum formula we used at the beginning of this tutorial, you may note that inside the parentheses was the expression B2 colon B13. This denotes a range of cells and is interpreted as every cell from B2 through to B13 inclusive. So this shorthand is a good way to handle a whole bunch of numbers as long as they are in a contiguous range. So the formula equals sum open parent B2 colon B13 close parent is precisely the same as equals B2 plus B3 plus B4 plus B5 plus B6 plus B7 plus B8 plus B9 plus B10 plus B11 plus B12 plus B13. But I think you'll agree it's an awful lot easier to write this using ranges in the sum function. So with that, uh, this is Ahuka signing off for Hacker Public Radio and, as always, reminding you to support free software. Thanks. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever considered recording a podcast, then visit our website to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binrev.com. All Binrev projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike 3.0 license.